A Chinese spy slept with Democrats in order to gain intel. Texas files a lawsuit on the election procedures in four swing states. And Ted Cruz plans to argue the PA election case to the Supreme Court if they take it. We're getting into all this and more. But before we get into this, please drop this video a like, subscribe to the post notifications on YouTube every single day, and send this video to your Republican friends to keep them updated on this election. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this podcast that fund and support the show. So please bear with me. Now let's get into this. Suspected Chinese spy reportedly slept with courted U.S. officials to gain intel. This includes Eric Fartswell. So a Chinese spy was basically helping the Democrats win in California while gathering intel. Is it possible this lockdown crisis was years in the making and the most successful terror attack in human history? It's possible. I mean, the Chinese knew who to align themselves with, and that was the Democrats. A suspected Chinese spy slept with at least two Midwestern mayors to get and got close to California lawmakers, including Democratic rep Eric Swalwell, as part of the years-long intelligence gathering operation conducted by China's top civilian spy agency, according to report on Tuesday. A woman, a Chinese national named Fang Fang or Chrissy Fang, selected local politicians in the Bay Area across the country who showed promise of making big national uh, national making a big nationally between 2011 and 2015. Fang helped raise funds for Swalwell in 2014 re-election campaign and interacted with the congressman at a number of events during this time. But there's no evidence of any illegal contributions being made, and Federal Election Commission records do not indicate Fang made any donations. Well, I mean, China's smart. They're not going to do things illegally. They're not going to leave uh, an illegal paper trail in their wake. Uh, they know what they're doing. Foreign nationals are permitted from making U.S. political donations. Rep Swallow long ago provided information about this person whom he met more than eight years ago and whom he been has, hasn't been seen with in nearly six years. To the FBI to protect information that might be classified, he will not participate in your story, the congressman office said in a statement. So instead of him coming out saying, yeah, this is what happened, he, oh, well, we're going to we no comment at all on this Chinese, alleged Chinese spy that you've been, that's been helping you with your campaigning. Uh, yeah, no comment. <laughs> Federal investigators alarmed that Fang's behavior informed Swallow about her in 2015. At that point, Swallow, who had not been accused of any wrongdoing, cut off all contact with Fang. Fang abruptly left the country in 2015. Well, that's why you cut ties, because she left. <laughs> She also helped raise funds for Tulsi Gabbard in 2013 and volunteered for a Democrat Ro Kahana's unsuccessful 2014 House bid. Now, I, I do want to say, so Gabbard says, I have no re-election effort of meeting or talking with her, nor any re- recollection of her playing a major role at the fundraising, spokesperson said in email. Listen, I, I, I agree. I mean, not to be racist here, but I mean, they all look the same. I mean, for the most part. I mean, I mean, they don't all look the same, but they're, it, it's easy to get Chinese people confused in a crowd, especially when you're meeting with hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of people over the course of a few years. You can't really keep tabs of everybody, especially when it's a group of people that all kind of, I mean, I can tell them apart, but sometimes in a big, big crowds, you can't tell anybody apart. Let's just be real. 
Uh, but it's obviously harder when it's a, a different nationality. It's harder to tell. Uh, I think that goes with all nationalities. But anyways, I mean, it, this doesn't mean uh, that Swalwell or Tulsi or any of these other people knew what they were doing. Obviously, they didn't know what they were doing. It's possible they didn't give them any information. But it's also possible that, you know, the Chinese government and the, and the Chinese spy agencies saw good good people to help put in power. It's like you are being helped by these spies um, why? Why would they want that? Maybe, maybe their overall plan, I mean, looking back in hindsight now, maybe their overall plan was get people in that would want lockdown. So this way, if there's a virus that destroys the world, they'll lock down and destroy their own country. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know their plan, but this is what they did. Uh, Can's office also said they were uh, that he was briefed by the FBI about Fang that reported citing former U.S. intelligence officers and one former elected official said Fang was able to make inroads with the politicians through campaign fundraising network, personal charisma, and by engaging in romantic and sexual relations. So, I mean, I think we look into anybody who had sex with Eric Swalwell. I think that should be the bare minimum we should look into because I don't know anybody in this world who is either sane of mind or not a spy being paid by a foreign government that would want to sleep with this man. So I do think we should open up investigations on everybody Eric Swalwell uh, has had uh, relations with in a an adult context. She worked under the direction of China Ministry of Secretary of State, believed to be one of the world's most secret agencies, op uh, operations, and responsible for counterintelligence, foreign intelligence, and political security. U.S. officials don't believe that she received or passed any cla unclassified material, but still think the case was a big deal because there, was some, there were some really, really sensitive people that were caught up. In the intelligence network, a current senior U.S. intelligence told the news, Fang did manage to get private information about the politicians, including their habits, schedules, social networks, and even rumors about them. I mean, it, it, this could have been just an attempt uh, a blackmailing campaign. The report noted that Fang's case showed that the Chinese Communist Party has the patience to uh, cultivate relationships that it may take years before they reap rewards, that it knows that may uh, mayors and city council members can be the next crop of politicians on the national stage who can influence the government. It is very smart. I mean, they're getting it on the ground floor. They're... China thinks long-term. They think, let's do this now, and in 30, 40 years, it's going to pay off. That's how China thinks. And I think the reason why they think that, because it's all about, in China, the dynasty, the legacy. They're, what, the oldest country in existence. They're, they're an extremely old country. They don't really look at things in the here and now. They, they've always looked at things... Uh, at least learning on history, when you learn about China, it, it seems like it's always oh, it's always about like a dynasty. It's always about like the big picture. It's never about like the next five years. It's always about the next like four hundred years. And I mean, they're Trump says it said it better. They're smarter and they're more cunning than our politicians. And you know what? The sad part about that is, I mean, Socrates said it. I think it was Socrates that. Uh, Pretty much one of the biggest threats to, I guess, democracy would be having the general population vote. And obviously, I, I kind of agree with him. When you have too many stupid people vote, you get too many stupid people in office. And you're getting the people that are pretty much telling the stupid people what they want to hear. And they may not be the best leaders. That's how we get people like Eric Swalwell. Um, but in, in China, I mean, they don't really have that. So they're literally just putting their best people in charge. 
and I guess they're having a lot more smarter people. But I guess the takeaway, the, the bad thing on that is that's how you have, a lot, I guess, a lot more deep state control. If the people in power are electing the people for power, that could create problems in and of its own. So there's always like that, that give and take. I wouldn't advocate for having a Chinese system of government in America, but this is why uh, China versus U.S., and we're just looking at it from a politician level. This is why Trump was so valuable because he knew what they were up to. This is why Biden and Obama are such clowns because they're either paid off or they're extremely weak and they're getting toyed around by these smart leaders who were elected by other smart people where in America, these dumb leaders were elected by dumb people. And it is always that kind of like give and take. But, I mean, <clears throat> there is no perfect system of government ever. And I would much rather live in this system of government than, than the China's system of government. Um, but when you're comparing it country versus country and power entity versus power entity, they, it, this does give them that upper hand because they... Uh, they're, they're just, that's their whole goal. They're, they're all working towards just outcunning our politicians. And they really leached on the susceptible, stupid Democrats. And that's what they're doing. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of stupid rhino Republicans that are falling for the same exact stuff. I mean, this is not always just a left and right thing. But if I am a foreign entity that wants to take over a country, I will influence the party that wants big government. I wouldn't be influencing the party that wants lower government. It's just it's simple as that. Oh, how do you destroy a, a, a country from the inside out? You put your people in power or you put your people in power positions that control the country. You're not going to want to put yourself in a power position that doesn't that has no control over the country. I'm just going to use an example like like a libertarian. You know, there's no there's really no reason. I mean, the only reason why uh, I guess China would back libertarians would be to divide the Republican Party to help get Democrats in. That would be the only reason. But there's no added value in controlling. Uh, a libertarian president. Um, I'm sure there is some value, but there's more value in controlling a socialist president because now you got a socialist president that's going to do whatever you want. Where the libertarian will be like, no, nah, no, everyone, just do what you want. <laughs> just do what you want. You know, uh, eh, I'm not going to do anything. You do what you want. Where a socialist president will be like, shut the whole entire country down. That's the difference. That's why it's so much more valuable to latch onto the Democrat Party uh, for corruption than it is to the Republicans. So Texas files with the Supreme Court of the United States challenging the election procedures in four swing states. So Texas is suing Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin in a Supreme Court over unconstitutional irregularities in the election process, saying that states used the coronavirus pandemic to justify ignoring state laws with regards to absentee and mail-in voting. Damn, Texas is always coming in clutch. I hope Florida joins in with this lawsuit. I mean... Damn, I mean, Texas should just be America. Like, America should just be Texas. It's like all we want. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton filed the lawsuit on Tuesday, alleging that four swing states violated state and federal law when they modified election procedures. The four battleground states listed in the suit were key to President Donald Trump's path to victory in the 2016 and, vi and vital for his reelection bid. Given the number of electoral votes at stake, the plaintiffs argued the states will determine the outcome of the election. With all unlawful votes discounted, the election results is an open question that the court must address, Paxson briefed the Supreme Court said. Without factoring the four states into the electoral vote totals, former 
Vice President Biden, who has 306 votes, would be down to 244 compared to Trump at 232. Therefore, the panelists argue those states are critical to the election. Trump won all four states in 2016, but lost them this year. That's another statistical anomaly. That's not something that happens, especially with a president with this much support and pulling in the crowds that he has to actually lose all the key states that he needs. It just it just doesn't make sense. You know, if, if you look back, it just doesn't make sense. The suit charged executive and, ju- and judicial officials in the four states with making significant cha- changes to the election results. A move the plaintiffs argue did away with security measures for absentee and mail-in ballots. Among the measures that the plaintiffs say were removed were signature verification, witness requirements, poll observation, and unauthorized authorized secure ballot drop-off locations so they're pretty much saying is your your rules that you did because of covid is the reason why there is so much fraud because you're not taking the proper precaution in securing fraud because of you're using covid as the excuse so signature verification the ability for people to observe the election process are two issues the trump campaign and the president have stressed the entire election fight poll Observers being kept too far away from the ballots were being opened was one of the first problems the campaign had with the election, and Trump was pushed Governor uh, Brian Kemp to demand signature verification. Republican Governor Georgia refused to do signature verification, which would give us an easy win. What's wrong with this guy? What is he hiding? Trump, uh, who also called Kemp a rhino, tweeted on Monday. Without matching signatures, Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani said a recount in Georgia means nothing because alleged fraudulent ballots will still be added to the total votes for each candidate. I mean, there is no reason to be against signature verification at this point. What? Why? Why not? What do you got to lose? Oh, you get to, even if, like even if the Democrats are right and they know that they're right. Okay, well, just put it away. Let's let's. Put it to rest. Let us just check the signatures so this way you can rub it in her face. Don't you want to rub it in our face that we were wrong and you were right? Don't you want to? Oh, are you, are you afraid that you might be wrong? That's what the Democrats' problem and the rhinos' problem is right now. On election night, Trump had the lead over Biden as in-person votes were being counted. However, it quickly dwindled as states counted mail-in ballots, a voting method the president uh, dis- dissuade his supporters from using. In the suit, the plaintiffs argued that there were one in— one in a quadrillion probability that Biden win the popular vote in the four key swing states given Trump's lead early on Wednesday morning after the election. Invalid or fraudulent fraudulent votes debase or dilute the weight of each validity uh, valid validly cast vote. I mean that is true. I mean if you, if you were looking on election night, the Vegas betting odds were all like it was like. It was like Biden's going to win, Biden's going to win, and then once the, I guess, the swing states counting started, it was just going like Trump's going to win, Trump's going to win, and it was like literally like a 99% chance that Trump was going to win, and then they shut the polls down, opened them back up, and then it went back to Biden. It That was irregular in and of, in and of its own. To say there's no irregular, like that's irregular. That doesn't, that's irregular. Compare it to every single election, that is irregular. To say there's no irregular, like... And when we see irregularities, when we see elections happen every four years or every two years, and we know, like, okay, this is what happens, this is how it goes down, uh, this is how it should go down, and it doesn't go down like that, that's irregular, and that deserves to be looked into. Michigan attorney called a lawsuit a publicity stunt and not a serious legal pleading. 
I mean, what, the thousands of uh, affidavits from witnesses? That doesn't mean anything. She said that Paxton, not, not voters in Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, was to blame for the erosion of confidence in our democracy system. Nelson added, the issue raised in the complaint have already litigated and rounded, uh, roundly rejected. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Legal experts aren't confident the Supreme Court will take the case, though, and the paintlifts are up against the clock. The paintlifts attorneys argued that the Supreme Court had jurisdiction over the case because it's just not the matter of state law, but a violation of the Constitution. That is true, a violation of the Constitution. Texas, please take California and New York for lockdowns. Like, take them to the court, please. I mean... The Democrats, they, they just everything they do just goes against the Constitution, and there's there's no system in place to stop them from breaking the Constitution. Like what? Oh, it goes to the the state uh, the state courthouse, and they break they break the Constitution too. I mean, we have a system of government that can't properly enforce itself. I mean, it was designed to properly enforce itself. It was designed that way, but it just seems like so many. Democrats are being elected and they're being put in these positions of power where they should be doing the enforcing, and they're just not. They hit that the Supreme Court is the only form that can delay the December 14th deadline for states to appoint their electors and push them to do so. Honestly, bro, honestly, I mean, I'm getting to the point where being a Democrat, like politician, like shouldn't even, shouldn't even be a thing, honestly. Being a Democrat should not be even an option. <laughs> I hate to say it. I know I know we have freedom of speech and everything. Yeah, go ahead. If you want to be a Democrat, go speak up. Be a Democrat however you want. You can talk about it. You can talk about socialism. Go for it. But why is that even in our governmental system? It, go, it literally, the essence, the idea, the way it works, everything goes against our Constitution. So why is it even being allowed to be involved in our government? <laughs> oh, this is party where everything they do go against our constitution. Oh uh, yeah, let's let's give them half the house. Oh, uh, let's give them half the senate. Oh, uh, let's put in a one-on-one for the presidency. Oh yeah, we'll give them a bunch of seats in the supreme. Why? Their their whole essence and idea is anti-American, anti-constitution. That's isn't that that the whole point of America is that we have the constitution. So why are we giving half of the votes, half of our government votes? to a party that goes against the Constitution. Don't make much sense. Ted Cruz says he will argue the Pennsylvania election case to the Supreme Court if they take it. So Senator Ted Cruz told Hannity Monday that he agreed to present oral arguments before the Supreme Court in a key election-related uh, case. Should the high court take the matter up, because the matter raises very serious issues. The case brought up by uh, Rep. Mike Kelly... Uh, Pennsylvania uh, GOP congressional candidate Sean Parnell, uh, Parnell alleges that a 2019 state law allowing no excuse mail-in voting is unconstitutional. If the court agrees, Kelly and Parnell said most of the Commonwealth's mail-in votes in the past presidential election could be thrown out. If this happens, then Trump wins Pennsylvania. Kelly and Parnell were initially granted to stay at Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court Judge uh, Patricia McCullough's, the Democratic Governor Tom Wolf's <clears throat> administration summer. Oh, damn, so many names. Like, what? <clears throat> no offense, but who, who wrote this article? The paintless argued that the state does not have grounds to allow non-absentee vote by mail 
without a constitutional amendment. Nearly 30 Republican members of the state legislature have signed the document. Okay, there, there, this article's not even giving me the story about Ted Cruz, but I'm going to go off on the fly. Listen, Ted Cruz is extremely smart. Ted, he is an absolute savage. He knows exactly how to talk. He knows exactly what people need to hear. He knows exactly what who he's talking to needs to hear. I mean, honestly, I would have been happy with him as president. Uh, I do think that he, he should be president one day after the whole, uh, you know, after we get Trump back in and more four more years of Trump, then I'm down for eight years of Cruz. I mean, he's really, after the primaries, I have to say Cruz really proved himself. I mean, I kind of liked him in the primaries originally, but, I mean, Trump was just Trump, and Ted Cruz was trying to come off like white bread. Uh, but after that election, Ted really, like, ex- expanded himself and became cool. He became smart. He knew, like, he's very, very smart and sharp guy, and I think he would be the perp- perfect representative to go to the Supreme Court to argue the case. And I think that if he does, I ju- you just know he's going to say the right things, and you know we're going to win. That's what... That's what gets me hyped about this. But anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're if you're watching the show, please go over to the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show and all the podcast apps. Go subscribe there and listen. Also, if you become a Patreon, I will give you a call to say thank you. Patreon.com slash Joey Salads. This show is completely funded and supported by you guys. The the left has been actively trying to just, you know, destroy my life. So my life is funded by you guys now. If you become a Patreon, I will give you a call to say thank you. Also, text me 917-540-8768 to stay updated on everything going on in the election. That's basically my newsletter. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much about it. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.